You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now. The latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. It's Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering your 5-5 five and five Las Vegas Raiders. Yes, 500 right now. The Raiders sit in the 11th spot in the AFC playoff race. They got to get to 7 if they want to make it in. Okay, but it's bunched up. It's only two games. It's two games. You never know. Injuries are the great equalizer. And, and you don't know what's going to happen above where the Raiders are. All they can do is continue to play hard and continue to try to win football games, which they'll have to try to do against Miami. We'll talk about that in the final segment. But I wanted to use this section. Uh, by the way, Scott Colbranson, Mo Moten with you. Appreciate you being with us. But, Mo, we talked a lot about the changes in the beginning. But the idea that you brought up about this team having an identity, um, it, it is amazing. And I don't think you could ever underscore the importance of leadership, right? And leadership comes in different ways, different formats, different styles. But at a moment in time, the Raiders needed a certain kind of leader. And this is where I know some of you won't appreciate it. You also have to credit Mark Davis for listening. When he decided to blow out these two guys and get rid of Patriot Way West, he had to make a choice. So he talked to a lot of players. I'm sure that's where a lot of it came from. But he had to make the choice. He had to make the choice to go to Antonio Pierce. He did, and it's worked out so far really, really well. That piece of it, taking on the persona of your leader um, in, a, in, a, in an environment like this, football, brutal sport, the testosterone is on high. To have, how much do you think it helps in this situation Antonio Pierce, who he was, the fact that he was a linebacker, the fact that he won a Super Bowl, 
that difference to these players, instantly he had a connection that only guys who've played in the NFL can understand. Right. So Antonio Pierce is not far removed from being a player himself. I'm sure he's he hasn't been inactive for more than a decade. Right. right? So he has a connection with these players that a lot of these older coaches won't have. Now, a lot of these older coaches have also played the game. But just to be not far removed from the action on the field, I think, means something. I think he mentioned it in his press conference that he understands what these players go through with injuries and everything going on around them in the locker room so he can connect with them in a way that others cannot. And someone asked me an interesting question in the Bleach Report live stream Sunday night. Someone said, do you think if Antonio Pierce is made the head coach, would he be able to, to attract star players in free agency? And I said emphatically, yes. Mm-hmm. Because, again, he had he's not that far removed from the game. So he understands some of the things that players want in their head coach or what they're looking for or what what makes them tick and what makes them make these type of decisions in free agency and picking a football team. So I, I don't think he'll have an issue attracting star players. And the other thing is, if you look at the way the Raiders are playing under Antonio Pierce, I think other players, and other teams look at that and say, I want to be a part of that. They look like they're having fun. They're smoking cigars. The coach is a down-to-earth dude. Some people will call him a player's coach, whatever you want to label it. And they're it. winning. And they're winning. So I, I think players will look at that and say, wow, I'd rather be a part of that than what Josh McDaniels is running at his as as Patriot West in Las Vegas. So I don't think the Reds will have any issues in free agency. I think Antonio Pierce's experience in the game and his recent experience in the game, more importantly, make a difference with this football team. Yes, and and I, I noted here for, for notes for this segment to talk about the difference in the mental preparation that seems to have occurred with the changeover in coaching because that doesn't mean, some people were challenging me on that thought saying, well, look at this mistake. Look, everybody makes mistakes. In the game of football, especially when you're playing that sport at the highest level against a team that has talent, it's not like you're playing, I mean, the Giants, even the Giants had some good, I mean, they're professional football players. Even the worst teams can beat you if you don't play your game. So you look at that and and yes, they're going to make mistakes. And again, people get mad at me when I say this, but the Raiders overall on defense still don't have as much talent as I think they could to be a really dominant force in the league. Not that they're not good and they're getting the most out of what they have, which is a, a credit to Patrick Graham, by the way. But the mental preparation mode, the, what I see from these guys, I see less. I think they had what, two penalties yesterday or three penalties on Sunday uh, the Raiders, I see I see less mental errors happening. There's still physical errors. There's still missed assignments, things like that happen. But overall, some of the kind of, I think, lazy slash uh, sloppy mistakes that we saw under Josh McDaniels, the last two weeks, they've been much more buttoned up. Right. How many games can you say the Raiders were the more disciplined football team? Because <laughs> the Jets were shooting themselves in the foot a lot in the first half. Yep. Brees Hall scores a touchdown, was called back on a CJ Uzama holding penalty. There were first downs that they had that were wiped out. So the Raiders, in comparison, were the more disciplined football team. But more importantly, I think under Antonio Pierce, which I don't think a lot of people expect, because when you play a physical, aggressive style, people often associate that with being reckless. And I think that's what's important with the Raiders. They're physical and aggressive, but they're not reckless. You're not seeing a, a ton of penalties since Antonio Pierce has taken over. And that's something that you can't say for a lot of Raiders teams in the recent past. Right. And and just remarkable what we're seeing, too, on the defense. That's what I want to talk about as well. Is And I said it last night, and I know a lot of people said the same thing I've been noticing, which is when we talked about Robert Spillane, we said, bah, okay, you know, whatever. 
wasn't impressed, slow, so on. Now leads the the team in interceptions with three. He only had one interception his entire career before he got to Las Vegas. So whatever has sparked this this renaissance for Robert Spillane, maybe it's because his wife is expecting a child. It was kind of cool to see that on on the show uh, yesterday after the game when he kind of broke the news for folks. But either way, you're getting, and this is what I meant the point to Murph the other night, Mo, and I want to get your thoughts on it, which is the Raiders have talent. They're getting more out of their talent in some positions than they were before, which speaks to, I think, what this this defense's defining moment was that second half of the Chargers game. That's when things started to turn for this defense, if you go back and, mm-hmm. and, and look at it. And now you go look at, they've given up just three touchdowns in three games, right? That's correct. Three and- touchdowns in three games, including the Detroit Lions, who are eight and two. They gave up two to them. One was late when the defense was gassed. So this defense and Patrick, they're playing probably better than they should, but that's okay. That's what coaching's about. And Patrick Graham was was public enemy number one last year with, with some good reason, but it seems to have clicked. And this staff, I think, on the defense mode, deserves a lot of credit for getting these guys to play as well as they possibly can. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So quick note on Robert Spillane, right? So a, a lot of people want to point out how Oh, you were critical of Robert Spillane. You, you, you know, you were, you didn't do your, re- someone's like, oh, you didn't do your research on Robert Spillane because you were wrong about him. And I, w- and I responded and I said, you could do all the research in the world on a player. We see it every year during draft time, right? The, the best of the best experts have certain guys being bust or overrated. And this guy isn't going to be much. And what happens? It's a total opposite. So you could do all the research you want on a player. You just can't predict how a player is going to fit into a certain system. Now, I want to give credit to not only Robert Spillane, but Antonio Pierce, because he is the linebackers coach. And we've said it on this show that the most impressive position on the Raiders roster has been their linebackers, because a lot of people, including us, have said the linebacker core is probably the weakest group across the league. Divine, Diablo, and Robert Spillane together have been terrific. And I'm not even exaggerating. That is not a hyperbole. They've been terrific together. And I, I want to sh- show me anyone who said, yeah, Robert Spillane is going to lead the Raiders in interceptions by week 10. Show me the person that said that, <laughs> and then I'll give the credit where it's due because I'm not seeing anyone that came out and said, yeah, Robert Spillane is going to play at a Pro Bowl level. Divine Diablo, those two guys together are going to be the heartbeat of that defense outside of Max Crosby. So, uh, again, I give credit where it's due. I'll stand up and say I was wrong about Robert Spillane. I always said he was a good run defender. My issue with Robert Splain was, can he cover? And I had issues with that after watching him with the Steelers. And if you've done your research, you would have saw that he did have issues in coverage in Pittsburgh. But apparently, under Antonio Pierce and the Raiders coaching staff, they're getting a lot more out of him than the Steelers coaching staff got out of him. So I think kudos should go to not only Robert Spillane, but that Raiders coaching staff for building him up and helping him get that production. Absolutely. And and there is concern. We saw Meek Robertson go out with the injury, he got knocked out basically on the sideline. I don't have an update on him. 
uh, but we'll get one midweek uh, tomorrow and see where he's at. So they're getting thin at cornerback. I will say Tyler Hall came in and did a pretty good job uh, in relief and in, in emergency relief, but they're thin. So I would expect the Raiders uh, Tuesday is today is the day that they bring in visits. I would expect the Raiders. I forgot who's on the. I have to look who's on the practice squad, but they might need to go sign a couple guys if Robertson's out. Um, Jacorian Bennett continues to struggle, Mo. Uh, and and I know I noticed it against the Jets as well, which is obviously not a high flying offensive team. Uh, but there's some questions there. He's a rookie too, right? So, I mean, it, I think he's got the talent to play in the league. Uh, he's just got to get better. And unfortunately, they don't have bodies. If they had bodies, he might not be seeing as much time. Obviously, he came in uh, yesterday or Sunday uh, in emergency role there uh, with the injury. So you look at that, and and this team still needs, uh, to, I think, some bodies. This is where Champ Kelly in this interim role as GM will see what he can do to see who off the street might be able to help this team at least give it some stopgap and some depth uh, while they wait on these injuries. It was interesting because people, when I said Champ Kelly has a chance to keep his job in an audition, people were like, what do you mean? The trade deadline is over. What can he do? Well, at the end of the season, when you have injuries, you could still pick up from the free agent pool. And if you pick up a guy off the scrap heap and he plays well, guess who gets the credit for that? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Part of your front office gets credit for that. So they let go of David Long Jr., I believe, not too long ago. Yeah. They let him go and they picked up some linebackers, Jalen Smith being one of them. He was inactive on Sunday. But now that Amik is out or could be out with a concussion, it'll be interesting to see what they do with their cornerback group. Now, during Sunday, they bumped Nate Hobbs outside and inserted, as you said, Tyler Hall, which I think is which I think that's the route they should go if Amik isn't going to play. Nate Hobbs on the outside opposite Marcus Pierce with Tyler Hall in the slot. But, of course, you're still going to need some depth just in case another guy gets hurt because we also yeah. saw Ja'Korian Bennett get banged up. He had to come off the field. And shuffling the deck in the secondary is going to be tough against a Miami Dolphins high-flying offense. That's what I was going to say. They're going to be in a track meet uh, on Sunday against the Dolphins, and mm -hmm. you're just going to get tired. And not even injury, just just winded. Fatigue. Chasing Tyree Kill and all those guys around. So. <laughs> Not to mention the running game, which is incredible as well. So it's going to be it's going to be a battle, and I know we'll get deep into that on Thursday. Uh, but yeah, great 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 progress by the defense. Good to see. Credit to the coaching staff, as you said. All right, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, we'll close out the show. We'll talk about Raiders and playoffs. Yes, Raiders and playoffs. We'll talk uh -oh. about that and what it might take for them to get there. We'll do that here on Silver and Black today. And Odyssey Original Podcast. Mo and Scott, we're coming right back. <laughs> 